The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theater in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple, featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Seeley and the voices Frenchie Davis. The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theater. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org. Running a business comes with pressure. Remote workforces, HR compliance, retaining top talent. You start to feel boxed in. Fortunately, there's Insperity. They put 30 plus years of HR service and technology to work, offering my employees competitive benefit options while lightening my HR load. Instead of obstacles, I'm surrounded by people empowered to be their best. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome back to the Remain Seated podcast. It's me, Gina. I'm remaining seated right now in my chair. See? Uh, look at look at you. This is my own private chair. It has your name on the back of it. Yeah, it, this is a football jersey from one of the many football teams that tried to happen here in Salt Lake that went out of business, and they gave me a jersey. You know the Stallions, the new one? Yeah. I thought it was the NFL. It's Well, it kind of is. I didn't know that there were more than one league well, it's of a brand professional new, football. It's a brand new league. They're trying to be like, um, like minor league baseball. So like the Bees? Yeah, so... so until now, minor league football has been college football, basically. That's where they get their players they, they from. They draft them from... But which college football is popular. Well, yeah. Like, we don't really need a league in between. Well, but but you do I, kind of... I love of. how we're talking about sports we don't know anything about. <laughs> you do kind of need it because there's this time where you graduate from college, and if the NFL doesn't pick you up right away... That's just kind of it for you. But there there are players that are good enough to play in the NFL, just not quite good enough to make the draft. So they need that buffer in between yeah. to go to the minor league team and then and then, way to... and then maybe get a little bit better. Or maybe somebody on an NFL team gets hurt and they need a guy. You know, like happens in baseball. You know, they call down to the minor. Oh, we need a pitcher. We better call up a... Like the rookie with Dennis Quaid. I love that movie. Me too. I used to watch that with my dad. <laughs> that's a great movie. That, that's, it is. That's one of the best baseball movies. That's one of my favorite. I used to watch it all the time. I've got it on DVD. Aw. Yeah. You know, to some people, baseball's a religion. Huh? Hey. <laughs> Hell. You're good. We wanted to talk about religion today. You're good at your job. No, I just... <laughs> I was trying to get there Segways. somewhere. I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus. So Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we're interviewing. So, Jesus. Um, what do you think about everything that's going questions. on, Jesus? I think if they could see what we're doing now, whoever's in charge, they'd be real sad. You think? They'd want to take away our toys. I think so, too. Yeah. I follow God on Twitter. Do you follow God on Twitter? <laughs> I don't, he, uh, he blocked me, actually. Oh. There's a bunch of God Twitter accounts, but and most of them, that's kind of their <laughs> what they tweet about is... How disappointed they are, and yeah, from from God's perspective. Yeah. So you were raised Catholic. 
I was. I went. You made me go to Catholic schools all through elementary and high school, but I don't think it was ever a religious thing. You just they were just the better schools. I think you just wanted me to go to good schools. But I also wanted to give you a framework for religion, like a like a base, like a base knowledge of religion that you could take with and do whatever you wanted. Yeah. I, I think it's a bad idea to, to force kids into whatever religion that you subscribe to. I think you should. I think they should be taught about all of the options. Here's what these people believe. Here's what these people believe. You choose the one that you know makes you feel better or makes the most sense to you, and live your life with that. So I was raised Catholic, obviously my whole family Catholic, and with you. I wanted you in Catholic school because they're good schools, but I did. I wanted the religious ex- aspect of it too, but I also wanted you to choose. And how I remember that best is when you were in eighth grade. That's when confirmation happens. Yeah, which yeah. is your final um, kind of after baptism. You have that. You have communion, and then. Confirmation is like going into high school. I commit to being Catholic, pretty much, right? Well, so what what it is is um, so at baptism, your your godparents speak for you, kind of like you don't know what I want. <laughs> well, <that's>... Mikkel, <laughs> you don't know what I want. They, it is Aunt Mikkel and Aunt Uncle Brent. Yeah, uh, they speak for you, and then at um confirmation you you're confirming you're saying yes i i believe all the things that they assumed before <laughs> i guess are true sure and because you went to catholic school they make that right a part of the curriculum like you do it at school it's not yeah there's that... a class that you go to and study and yeah work up to it and and so I remember talking to you about it, saying, do you want to be confirmed? And you didn't. I mean, we had a bigger discussion about it than that. Yeah. It was longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> and I thought, okay, yeah, th- that's what this religious right is supposed to be about. This is where you decide. Because I had learned about it, you know, all through, that was eighth grade. I'd been in Catholic school since kindergarten. So all throughout that time, I was learning about this religion, and I had formed my own opinions and decided, you know what? No, going going forward, I don't want to be a part of this. And that doesn't mean that someday you couldn't change your mind and do it. It's not like if I, if I say no in eighth grade, then that's it. I can never be Catholic again. No. It just means at this time, I'm not comfortable standing up in a church, which to me means you were taking it seriously. You could have just gone through the motions and gone whatever, everybody, because your whole class was doing it. Yeah, I'll just do what these people are doing. And I remember your teacher called me and said, why isn't Aiden doing confirmation? And I said, well, because he doesn't feel like he wants to be confirmed in the Catholic Church. And she said, why aren't you making him? Are you serious? <laughs> and I, Who is that? Call her out right now. What's your no, name? No, no, no. What's your name? No, I'm not. That's a, you that's know, a, your eighth grade teacher. Mrs. Siri. (laughs) So what's her name? I'm not going to tell you. You know who she is. That's a horrible thing to... Why aren't you making him love Jesus? (laughs) Tell him what to love. I feel... 
I feel like that's precisely what that religious right is about, is you deciding for yourself, not well, yeah. doing this for your mom or doing no. it for school or... And you never made me go to church every Sunday. You never you sent me to school and I learned what it was all about. And we went... To, there was church service at school yeah. that was mandatory. And we went sometimes. Yeah, well, we, like for Christmas Eve. <laughs> but I, I feel good about your upbringing in that I gave you something. And I appreciate Here's that. something... Maybe it will speak to you, maybe it won't, but at least you have a little bit of background to, if you want to come back to it someday, you can, or if you want to use what you know about the Catholic religion to help you decide on some other religion you want to be. It's just a basis. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Like, here's this base of information about, you know, here's what these people believe. Here's some general information about a lot of religions that applies to a lot of different religions. And then in school, they teach you about, in, at least where I went, they taught you about a, a few different religions. Yeah, you learned about Buddhism. and So they give you a basis, and yeah. then you can kind of decide, you know, what makes sense to you, like I said before. But in public school, I don't know if you remember, I can't remember what school it was, but here in Utah, there was a kid that went, he had a, an Ash Wednesday cross mm-hmm. on his forehead. Mm-hmm. And so that what that is, is... On Ash Wednesday, you know, you get ashes on your forehead in the shape of a cross because from dust to, is to dust and from dust you shall become, what is it? Return. Return. Thanks for paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Good money well spent, Mom. But so it's a religious cross on his yeah. forehead. And he went to class with that and his teacher made him take it off. And this is at a public school. And so there was this whole big Well, because she said... She said, what's that on your forehead? Go wipe it off. And he said, well, I'm Catholic. That's ashes for Ash Wednesday. And she said, I don't care. Go wipe it off. Now, she had a a press conference afterwards because she got suspended for a little bit. and Got to go defend herself for some reason. But she said, but I don't buy it because no. she said... She said, well, I I just thought it was dirt, and I told him to wipe it off. And she's lying, because he told her, it's Ash Wednesday, I'm Catholic, these are ashes on my forehead. So yeah. her saying, oh, I didn't realize it was a religious symbol. Well, yeah, what, what about when he told you that's yeah. what it was? You knew exactly what it was, and you didn't care. But you would be surprised, because we talked about this on the Radio from Hell show. How? And I said, how do you get to be a teacher You have to go to college to do that. You have to be of a certain age to do that. You have to have some knowledge of the world. How do you get to that position and not know this, one of the oldest religions in the world, Catholicism, that that this is a a right that they... Yeah. That sh- you really have no idea about that? And maybe do the math. There's a fucking calendar on your phone that says, Today's Ash Wednesday. Or if she quick, even if he said, it's Ash Wednesday, I'm Catholic. If she had pulled out her phone and went, really? And then looked it up, it would have taken her two seconds to go, oh. Oh, I guess I this guess. is what, even if she had no prior knowledge of the Catholic Church. But that's I just I guess these it. people put crosses on them. How does she not have prior knowledge? You, yeah. What you're talking about is uh, you had a base knowledge of religion when you were growing up. So I'm not going to be that person. You, you Which I know, think everybody, I think eradicating religion from all schools is wrong. I think you should teach kids about all of the, like, here's what all of these are about. Yeah. What people believed since the beginning of time. Pick which one you want or pick none of them. Yeah. I, I totally agree. There should be a world religions class yeah. where you just learn. Because it's a big part of the world. It'll help you understand 
political things that are going on in different parts of the world. It'll help you understand what's happening, you know, in Israel and Palestine and the Middle East. And it it opens opens your mind to why a lot of things happen. And, and you that's can, what surprised me about that teacher. Is she claims to? I I'll bet she's lying, and she knew she just didn't care and wanted to no, wash it off. No, I don't think she's lying. You don't think she knew I, what it no, was? No, because when we brought this up on the Radio from Hell show, I said I can't believe someone would be in their thirties and a teacher and not know this. And we got texts and phone calls from people that said, "I'm thirty, I'm forty, I've never heard of Ash Wednesday, I've never heard of ashes on a forehead." Now we live in a Mormon bubble here. Yeah. And I think that's the explanation for it. But it still shocked me that you could be a grown adult person and not know that that was a ritual that existed. Yeah. I mean, but I that, had, well, we are really close to it because you and I were both raised Catholic. So it's hard for us to understand. Someone but I understand that, but. garments. I'm not Mormon. But I understand that's a, a an important religious. Well, again, we're very we're for... very close to that. There aren't a lot of Catholics in Salt Lake. I'll bet everybody in Utah or that was raised in Utah at least knows what garments are. But I'll bet a lot of Mormons don't know what Ash Wednesday is. But they don't. I heard from yeah. a bunch of them because the Mormon religion is present in our state, so we know things about that. And the Catholic religion was present in our upbringing, so we know things about that. I think people that have never been around either of those, it's likely that maybe they don't know about it. Which goes back to what you're saying about wouldn't it be great if everybody had, you know, like there's history of the world and history of the United States and history of religion. That's yeah. just one of the classes, not just private you know, religious but schools, but everyone has to. Would have helped this lady. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have almost gotten fired because she would have gone, oh, I learned about this in the ninth grade. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's general knowledge. It comes up in pop culture. It comes up in books and movies, references to things that happen in the Bible. It just helps you through life to have the, the base knowledge of it. And I don't like... What are, what are your thoughts? Because I know you believe that there's something I'm higher up there, sure. but to what extent? I, I believe that uh, I know enough to know we don't know everything. How about that? Okay. I'm not, uh, I think people that are arrogant enough to say, I know this is what it is. I think they're hoping this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic. That's what I was born into, what I grew up with. I went to Catholic school. There's more to it than the religion for me because there's the community that's surrounding it. There's my family that's Catholic. I'm used to celebrating holidays in the Catholic way. That's, that's how I was raised. If I were like a newbie, you know, alien dropped on the planet and picking a religion, would I pick Catholicism? I don't know. Uh... I don't know. It's where I feel comfortable. That's well, what you're used to. Um, and but, I. But I've, do you subscribe? Sorry to interrupt you. Do, I was wondering if you subscribe to like the the classic Catholic beliefs, like there was Jesus and Jesus came from God and Mary and like all that stuff. I I don't I don't know. 
I think I think that here okay. The Book of Mormon, the musical. I'm familiar. Fo- follow me with this. Okay. The premise of the Book of Mormon musical is these two um, missionaries, they get assigned to this tiny village in Africa. And I think this happens to a lot of people that go on their mission. They're raised Mormon. Maybe they're not totally familiar with the doctrine. And they're sent on these missions. They're in, they're in charge of teaching it to other so, but people. so so but it's in like the, I'm going to teach you Spanish, but I don't I don't know Spanish. But and and that's what this play is about. And I know Mormon people are going to listen to this and go, "That's not what it's like." But just follow me, just as far as the story goes. I'm not putting down the Mormon religion. I'm making a broader point. So in the play, this this elder that doesn't really understand doctrine starts making stuff up. Because he doesn't really know the doctrine, and he's teaching people, but he just starts telling stories. It's comedy. But the stories he's telling are about how to be nice to people. How stories to be... that make more sense? No, not even make more sense. Just general stories about we should treat each other with kindness. And if everybody's trying to be kind to everybody else, then don't we all live in a better world? I wish that were that was the premise of the teachings. But this is I'm just and I'm not talking about the Mormon religion. I'm just using this as an example of religion. Period. His point was, I'm going to just tell some nice stories and hopefully these people because they were a warring people and he was trying to get them to not be warring and so he was trying to teach them to be nice to each other. The point of that play is. Does the story really matter or does it matter how we treat each other? So does the story of Buddha, does the story of Muhammad, does the story of Jesus really matter? Or does it matter that whatever people are getting from each of those religions ultimately means I'm going to be a good member of society and try to make good choices and not hurt other people and try to help people? Isn't that what it's all about? That's what it should be. And I think it goes between there's religion and then there's spirituality or there's, you know, following the golden rule. And I think that they should all, uh, we look at them as being based in, you know, be kind to other people, which is not like, that's not a lot of what they they try to, to preach. A lot of them have, you know, prejudices and they tell you. Here's what, do you want to know why? Because all religions come from people. That disagree with other people. Not even that. All religions come from the, the mind and, and actions of people. Trying to figure this out. Trying to figure out why we're here. Trying to figure out rules of how to live. And, and people are fallible. People are human. People make mistakes. Yeah. But they're just trying to come up with answers. But I, all I ask is that those answers be based on something, and at a lot of the times they aren't. But what do you care what somebody believes as long as they're a good person? I don't at all. I don't. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's why the thing at the the school with the kids' ashes mm-hmm. bothers me, because let him do if he believes in that and he wants to do that. Let him do it. Don't tell him to wash it off. Let him do it. Yeah. I just don't want other people to push their beliefs and be mad at me for not believing what they believe. All that I ask is 
that you have enough humility to say, maybe I'm wrong. And that's Because hard. I do. Because I, I say that I don't know. When someone says, do you believe in God, or do you believe in the afterlife, or do you believe in a higher power? I would like to believe in a higher power. That would make sense to me, and it would make me feel better to believe that this isn't it. And that but people you've lost, that, you're going to see again? Like, the- Yeah, I like to believe that. I like to believe I'm going to be able to see my dad and my grandparents. Like, everybody, I want to, you know, I'd like to believe that, and that makes me feel better to think, and I do think that. I think that, you know, somewhere there's something bigger. But after that, I, I have to say that I don't know that. No. And there are too many people that say, I know this is what it... No, you don't. You, have, you don't know. But those are people that need to know. For themselves, they need that, that definitive, no, this is absolutely it. Because, because they're what, afraid. They, but, because that's what they need. Yeah. And it doesn't affect me what they need if that's... If they're that emphatic about it in their own life, and that's what they need to get through day-to-day life, then that's fine. But that's the thing, if it's in their own life. It's as soon as they start telling you that you're wrong for not knowing or believing in something else. you need to be able to let that go. But it's... You need to not... Frustrating. Because I am not humble in a lot of ways, but (laughs) I'm humble enough in this way to admit that I have no clue. And so I'm not going to tell you what there is. No. And so that's why it's frustrating to me when somebody else tells me there's Jesus and you need to follow Jesus's rules or you're not going to get into the place that we go after this. But but you but you just because somebody's saying that to you, you don't have to buy into that. Oh, no, I know I don't. But it's the fact that they get upset that I don't That's their problem. follow exactly what they think everybody should be That's following. That's their problem, and not your And wars problem. are started over this. Yes, they are. All the, t- the, the first war ever <laughs> was because of this. It, can, it continues to be. And that's ridiculous. Joe grew up in a house where his dad was Muslim and his mom was Baptist. Just, uh, just about as different religions as you can get and they put that aside and got married and i'm sure why can't more people be like that (laughs) and i'm sure there were people in her family that that was a problem for and i'm sure there were people in his family that that was a problem for but you know what they're two of the best people i've ever met yeah religion aside because they don't let that get in the way yeah it's and they believe very different things And I'm lucky enough to have me and Amanda agree pretty much to the T on on this kind of thing. And and what how do you think they could get together if they really believed if there's an afterlife we won't be together because we're not the same religion? I have a really hard time believing if you don't believe in the proper set of rules that you're not going to if there is an afterlife you're not going to get to be with the people you love because you didn't follow XYZ rules. I love a lot of people with a lot of different backgrounds, and I hope that if there is an afterlife, that it makes sense to me that I would be able to be with all of them, no matter what building they ended up in on Sunday morning, or yeah. Friday, or Saturday, depending on... Yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> you subscribe to, they have their own day. And I agree with that. I don't think that that should be a barrier, that that should be a defining factor, and okay, you... 
But you shouldn't push your non-belief onto people by the same token. If it bothers you, if if it bothers you that people, and I, I shouldn't say non-belief because I don't, you haven't said what your beliefs are. But yeah, I have. I told you I believe that I, there's something, but I don't know. That is that's what my belief is. You can call that agnostic if you'd like to. I like to believe that there's something, but I always follow it with I have no idea. And I would say that you are a nice person and a kind person and you treat people well. And that's all I care about. It's all anybody should care about. That's the only thing that matters here on this earth right now is if you can coexist with your fellow human beings. I think too many people are focused on getting into heaven and not enough being in the moment and living your life and being a good person person today right now rather than checking some box of i have to do xyz to get into heaven no we're we're here right now worry about being here right now and we'll find out what happens later a lot of people spend their entire lives just focused on what's the best way that i could get to what is after this Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of those people let this time on earth pass them by because mm-hmm. we only get this once as far as we know i don't know if there's reincarnation who fuck knows but that's another one i i heed it i talk <laughs> this is how i talk that's the point of podcasts i can talk whoever i want i love you i hope there's an afterlife that i can spend time with you in i do too and our I dogs. Like to... I hope our dogs are in the afterlife i do too don't you hope sadie's waiting there for you yep cross the rainbow bridge This is a Remain Seated podcast. No, no, no. Don't get up. 